Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke. You're hearing the strummy music, which means it's my reminder that this is a two-parter. You are listening to part two of our fun night with Lauren Lilly. So if you haven't listened to part one, hit pause on this and back it up to episode 78 and hear all about uh, Lauren Lilly's wedding planning. It's super fun. And if you have listened to part one, well then sit back and enjoy part two where we get into your confessionals. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. And now we're going to get into some wedding confessionals. Yes. Okay. Number one confessional. Ruth is on the table. Perfect. Pamela, good luck. All the distraction in the world. Number one confessional is going to be read by Pam. Going to be monitored by Ruth that's two feet away from her. (laughs) Go for it, Pam. All right. Hey, ladies. I'm coming off of a beautiful wedding weekend. As with anything, hindsight is 2020, and I have some things that I would have handled differently, like paid for more time with a photographer and taken more pictures with friends. All of those things were in my own control, and I can chalk it up to experience being the best teacher. My mom was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer this past spring and wanted to see me, her youngest daughter, get married. My husband and I, who have been together nearly a decade anyway, had made the decision and with my mom's blessing to plan our wedding in three months and hope that my mom could be there. She wasn't able to join us for the reception, but she was able to join us for the ceremony and that meant the world to me and my husband. The only thing that made her feel really crummy is my sister's attitude throughout the entire process of wedding planning. It began when we chose our wedding parties. My now husband and I chose to each have two best people. For me, that was a maid of honor, my best friend, and a matron of honor, my sister. When my sister found out that she was not the only best person on my site, she whined to our sick mother that it wasn't fair to have to share the spot. In my head, I thought sharing would help lessen the burden on her because, like me, she was dealing with our mother's illness and had a lot on her plate to begin with. My bridesmaids were generous enough to throw me a wedding shower, and my best friend slash maid of honor spearheaded the process. My maid of honor was conscientious in including my sister in planning while still shouldering most of the workload. My sister was slow to respond and sometimes non-responsive to shower planning, texts, and phone calls, then consistently bitched to me that my maid of honor wasn't listening to anything she said. I tried my best to get everything for the wedding done on my own, but fell short in the last few weeks because my mom had been having some complications and was back in the hospital for about two weeks. About a week before the wedding, I texted my sister and asked her if she could meet me near the venue on Thursday to help me wrap up some last-minute wedding things. It was only time throughout the entire process that I specifically asked for her help. I texted her the morning of to see what time she would be there, and she responded that she would only be there in time for my bachelorette dinner and could not help. She was late for my bachelorette dinner, then was an hour late for hair and makeup the day of the wedding. When she got there, I asked her if she had fun at our welcome dinner the night before. She responded that she felt we paid way too much for what we got and didn't think it was worth it. For the record, my husband's parents paid for the welcome dinner, so that was a whole lot of none of her goddamn business. We were married on a boat and had to take everything with us at the end of the reception. Everyone pitched in and grabbed something to go after the party, and my sister ended up carrying out 
carrying our cut cake. When she arrived at the after party, she told me that my new mother-in-law wanted a piece of cut cake and I should give it to her. I asked her why, since we had cupcakes um, that were the same flavor as the cut cake. And it was for us to freeze and have on our anniversary. She answered, well, she didn't want me to say anything to you because she didn't think she could have any, but she wants some, so you should give it to her. I don't know why my sister felt the need to tell me it and left me feeling guilty that I wasn't sharing my own wedding cake with someone who never even asked for it, asked me for it directly. When we got home, my mom could not make it to our reception, complained to me about it, saying things like, the desserts out, weren't out long enough. The desserts were out for an hour of a three-hour reception. Maybe I'm a bad host, but I thought that that would be enough. When I asked where she got those complaints from, she told me it was from my sister. My sister and I have always had a close relationship. We rarely have disagreements. She is older than me and has already had her dream wedding in Walt Disney World 15 years ago, so I still can't see any of this negativity coming from a place of jealousy. I'm coming out feeling really hurt and sad, and I'm not sure if I should chalk it up to wedding stress and move on, or should I sit her down and talk about it? Where do I go from here? From sad sister. So sad. Oh my God. I know. Pam. I know. That's really sad. It's really sad. There's so many sad parts. There's a lot of sad parts. Oh, first of all, I'm sorry you're having and your mother to deal with this cancer. That yes. fucking sucks. I'm glad that she was there for your wedding, though. Yeah. That was really cool that you and your husband figured it out and really like. That was to get it done. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I know it's hard right now. You don't want to hear positive stuff, but it sounds like your husband's <laughs> a good dude. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and it One. sounds like you have a lot of other people that are in your corner. Ugh. Props to them for making it happen so quickly. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. no small feat. And it didn't think like you did like a quick all-inclusive one. You did like a boat where you had to bring everything in. So that's like legit. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so right. the question is, my sister acted like an ass. Now it's all over. What, what do, do I, I do? do? Yep. Right? That's the question? I think so. Yep. I don't think it's jealousy. I don't think your sister has jealousy issues with you. I think your sister... Ugh. Well, I don't think it's jealousy of the wedding, um, since she, like, like she said, she had her dream Disney wedding. Like, that's amazing. We know, we know how those go. Yeah. Um, but I do, it, I mean, it could be spotlight, not just jealousy of a wedding, but just jealousy of getting the spotlight at that moment. But she also could be, you know, everybody handles grief and, and stress differently. And she didn't have anywhere else to take it out on. Yeah, we both emphatically nodded when you hit that yeah. point. Yeah. So. That was one of my main thoughts is I feel like going through the process of dealing with an illness of somebody who's that close to you, you often lash out in strange places, like places that don't necessarily make sense. That's like then your outlet for all of that stress and negativity. And I would guess that that's part of what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that your I think that along the way also that your intentions of trying to like choose two best or you know best people or you two maids of honor mm -hmm. 
and you know you tried to make it so you didn't include her as much as possible you only gave her like one little thing and that in your mind you're like I'm trying to take this burden off of you because you're dealing with a lot and mm-hmm. I wonder if she misinterpreted that as to you're not that important to me not that you're it's not including fair. yeah mm-hmm. not that That's... you were bad and not that you were wrong but you know every time we do something we hope people know our intentions and see our point of view but sometimes they don't and maybe this is coming from a place of just you know just a different perspective about how things went down like i wonder if she wrote this exact same letter to us what it would look like yeah that's true i bet she was hurt by feeling like that was diminishing her importance and like you said emotions are already heightened we're dealing with Mm -hmm. your your terminally ill mother and all this other stuff and planning a wedding is a stressful to begin with and you know Maybe she was looking forward to distractions and wanted to help more or I don't know. Well, the thing that the thing about it is that a lot of times when we get letters or confessionals about things going wrong with people's emotions where it's like either like a sister or a friend or a mother-in-law, it sounds like all the negative stuff has been going on way before anyone proposed to anybody. And it's like, we're just thinking big picture of like, how can you move forward with your life? Because this person clearly has like a pattern. I think what's throwing her is that she didn't have disagreements before. This is a really weird period of time where this stressful situation showed up. And it's like her sister turned into almost like a different person. Mm -hmm. And so she's looking forward to being like, is this going to be like this forever? And I wonder if your sister's just going to kind of reset you know, after the wedding, well, after the wedding and after maybe mourning a little bit of, you know, what's going on with mom. I Mm -hmm. mean, it might not be tomorrow. But I think that maybe I think that the wedding being over is going to be a big part of it, because there isn't anything really to focus on as much. There aren't big events to critique. (laughs) (laughs) Right? True. Yes. It's a good point, because I wondered reading through it, I think all of us know certain people in our lives that are just negative people that like like to point out all of the things that are wrong with various things. And what can be tricky with that is sometimes with those people, it's not even necessarily that they're feeling that that intensely. They just like to gripe and complain about things. Right. Yes. But that doesn't necessarily sound like her sister's one of those people. Yeah. And it's also different to kind of like, funny kind of be snarky critiquing things that aren't directly someone else's thing like quietly mocking a a third party that you don't know it's like people that like you know read us weekly and you're like oh that crazy terrible picture of that celebrity ha 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 is very different than like your best friend's picture on instagram you're like ha ha you look terrible (laughs) you know what i mean this is very personal i can see how I could see how that would really hit a nerve of like, oh, well, you didn't yeah. leave the desserts out for long enough and you didn't do this. Like, I'm somebody that I'd be like, oh, fuck, like, did I not leave the desserts out for long enough? Right. Like, should I like, <laughs> sure, because with a wedding, you try and plan every single thing. And like, she specifically thought about it. She's like, I left them out for an hour for yeah. three. Like, she thought about it. So, by, by the way, an hour is plenty. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fine. And most people, let's be honest, like the cutting of the cake is a pretty ceremony thing, but people mostly don't eat it. You're right to have a small cut cake and then the cupcakes because a lot of people don't eat it. They don't. They, yep. they eat the appetizers, they drink and they have the big meal and then they're full and they're dancing. And they're either going home. Cupcakes are a good choice. Cupcakes mine, are a good choice. Mine were gone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
I've been at a lot of weddings where they're passing out the cake and people are like, no, no. no. Yeah, I think you're fine. One hour is plenty. Yeah. That's much longer than a lot of the weddings I've yeah. been to. No, you're fine. Um, moving forward, question for the table. Yeah. Does she confront her sister about this? I don't think confront is the right word. Does she have a convert? Does she just let it slide completely and never talk about it? Or does she need to have a convo? I think it depends. I think it depends on the sisters, how she's reacting now that everything is over and settled a little bit. And if, if the pattern continues, if the pattern yeah. continues, then you're like, okay, we need to like figure out what's going on or how we can talk through this. But if it kind of mellows out, then yeah, I think that's, that's my, that's fair. My Lauren. Thought. I think that she probably needs to say something to her sister because it sounds like she's really hurt. And for me, that would be a hard thing. It does sound like it's a really close relationship for her. So, yeah, I don't know when necessarily the right time to bring that up, if it's now or if that's maybe waiting until a bit later. But I do... And maybe she wants to wait until a bit later that maybe her feelings have calmed a bit. Mm -hmm. And then she can come from a place of being a little bit more even keel and being like, you know what? I wanted to share with you that some of your critique of my wedding to me or to mom, like, really hurt. Like, you know, that's my wedding. It was an important day for me. And Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. wonder, I think more than anything else, like, the the underlying thread in all of this I'm feeling is not only the kind of harshness and the critiques and the kind of, you know, flaking out and not showing up and kind of feeling like she was being kind of bitter is that you had this closeness and now you don't. Yeah. And it's like, this is the time where you need it. Like, this is the time where you need each other. You know, those intimate, close relationships. I mean, one, playing a wedding is stressful and having people to lean on a little bit, but then also what's going on with your mom. And it's like... I think if you're going to have a conversation with her now, if you're comfortable doing it, leaning on the fact of like, first of all, cut your sister a little bit of slack. I mean, yeah. her mom's not doing well. It's her mom too, yeah. you know, and everyone yeah. deserves a little bit of grace. And sometimes they lash out and they do stupid things. And that doesn't mean in the end, they're a monster of a person. They're just hurting. Mm -hmm. So I think giving her a little bit of grace and not really coming at it. And I think all of you are kind of doing the same thing where it's like, you don't want to come at it like you were terrible. And like, don't start a fight. But I think kind of maybe even start with the you know I miss you I feel like we haven't really connected I know the wedding was kind of big and distracting and it was you know kind of all over the place and I feel like you and I kind of got lost in the middle of it and maybe just connect because in the end maybe you want to take a minute depending on how your feelings feel your feelings are very raw right now I don't know if a year from now you're going to give a shit about your sister critiquing your cake you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's going to matter. But what, she might, though. Yeah, yeah. But it, what definitely matters right now is the closeness of your sister. Because, yeah. like, your mother's not doing well. Yes, the wedding's over. But at the end of the day, there's still this ongoing family stress in your life. Yeah. And you guys being able to lean on each other and comfort each other and enjoy each other's company when you can would be great. So even if it's just, even if you have to table the emotional conversation, if you feel like you're not ready or you feel like it's going to blow the situation up, you have a better idea because you're in the moment. Like Pam was saying, is the pattern continuing? But just trying to reconnect with her and let her know that she's important to you maybe might relieve it. I don't know. What do you think, Lauren? I think that dealing with 
serious illness like that is so often nothing like it's portrayed in the movies where everybody comes together and connects and supports each other. I feel like often it does bring up any even subtle underlying tension in a family. So it's kind of hard to parse out how much of this is wedding related and how much of it is mom being sick and dealing with all of the different like family politics that that brings up yeah and how Mm -hmm. the different ways that people deal with grief end up maybe clashing with each other yeah the people don't necessarily cope in the same way so as someone who's dealt with cancer in my family with my mom I don't really know my heart goes out to her I don't necessarily know what the best advice is yeah but I do think that not necessarily bottling up her feelings. I definitely wouldn't say to bottle up her feelings, but to try to come to her sister from some sort of place of connection. Yeah. Well, also, what do you want out of this relationship at this point? It sounds like you want your sister back. Yeah. Right? It doesn't sound like you want to end things and you want to like have, you know, like I'm going to block her out or whatever. It sounds like you want to connect with her. So... I would. I mean, just try to connect. Is that a lame thing to tell her? <laughs> no, but you can start out small and and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, maybe. Also, now that the topic of wedding is over, I would just kind of scooch that topic to the side, and maybe that's not a topic that you and your sister discuss moving forward when the pictures come back. Right. When you know what I mean, <laughs> like. Just leave that topic to the side. It seems to be sensitive for her. You guys had a clash. She wasn't at her best. But try to focus on the things you guys do have in common. If you really like going to movies together or whatever it is that you guys would... have coffee. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is that you guys would like to do anywhere that you guys would randomly connect with, try to do that again and see where you pick up. But, I mean, I just hope you can... I mean, I think... I think they're going to be okay. I think so. I think so. And I think maybe even like after they've had potentially a moment of reconnecting, then maybe from that place she could say something of like, you know, like I just feel like I need to tell you that my feelings were hurt when you said X, Y, and Z. And I'm sure that you didn't intend it that way. But yeah. Yeah. And you can also soften the blow by starting with the, I never meant to hurt your feelings by having to, Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. like. You can start with her feelings and then slip in your feelings. <laughs> yeah, which I, yeah, I will say in the sister's offense, that was probably not the best <laughs> move to go with the two. So the two over the one. Yeah. It's complicated. It's complicated. It's so hard. It is. Because you're always trying to do the right thing. You know, we were talking about beforehand about before we were on, on mic about just like invite lists mm-hmm. and about how like how you're just trying to get enough people in the space based on you're not trying to hurt anyone's feelings right Ugh, it's yeah so hard. it's very hard but i'm glad that your wedding it sounded like it was pretty successful yes and yes. it sounds like you married a pretty cool dude yeah and honestly I, if the things that she's critiquing are like i don't think that the welcome dinner was worth it or i don't think that the desserts were out long enough are pretty minor things i'm sure it was a great wedding yeah i think she's just being snippy yeah Yeah. snippy sisters and her mom got to be there for the ceremony that's really cool and we're glad about that we are it's really special we hope this is a happy ending and we think it will be we got to number two let's do it okay you're up brooke okay oh a short one thank you you're welcome pam took the long one 
I know. She knows how to treat me right. <clears throat> hey, ladies, plus Ruth and guest. Love the podcast. I need some advice. I have a friend who I was a bridesmaid for last year. We briefly talked about her being in my wedding someday in the future while we were planning hers. Since then, her life has, in a nutshell, gone downhill. She is not a pleasant person to spend time with, to say the least. Now that I am actually engaged, I'm absolutely not having her in my bridal party. I didn't think that I would have to explain this to her, but she just asked me if she was going to be in it. How do I break the news to her without hurting her feelings or ruining the friendship? FML. Listen, fuck my life. From There's No Way in Hell. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. Mm, My first question is ruining the friendship? What friendship? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, her friend doesn't necessarily know that she's feeling this way. They don't have a friendship? Yeah, that's true. I could see that when, you know, if someone starts to kind of change and you don't confront them about it and then it's too far gone, you're like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm rereading it now. So I didn't think that I would have to explain this to her. So, yeah, so she her her friend isn't getting that she thinks the fact they're not friends, that they're not really. I wish I knew more about what she meant by. Her life has gone downhill. Yeah. Yes. Because that sounds like tragedy hit her. But it, but then the next sentence is like, she's not a pleasant person to spend time with, to say the least, makes it sound like the things that happened were more her personality and less things that, like, tragedies? I don't know. Yeah, I was also confused by that part. Right. Like, did she lose her job and is now unemployed and living in a box and now she's grumpy because of it? Like, that's really cruel. If you think about it like that. True. So it's like, what? what is what is the... What the, happened in that year? Because it was just last year. Yeah. It was last year. That she was in her wedding. Yes. And so a year ago, you guys were cool. And in the last year, she's turned into a grump. What did she turn into a grump over? I know. More details. Right. Like, is there something happening in her life that you don't know about? I mm. mean, maybe we should give the letter writer the benefit of the doubt yeah <laughs> and assume that hopefully it's not that her friend had some sort of outrageous tragedy <laughs> hit her life and now she's become a more negative person because she's dealing with all of this shit going on yeah maybe she's just become a more negative yeah lots of talking about negative people i like the way you say the word Negative? Negative. Negative. Do I say it weirdly? I say negative. Do I say it weird? I don't know. Negative? I say it like an egg. I have had a couple glasses no. of wine in my I say it like an egg. <laughs> do you say it? How do you say it? Negative. I say it with an egg. What do you say? Well, now I don't know. Negative. Like with an negative. egg. Yeah. Tristan. What do you do? I almost called you Tristan. Pam? Negative. Negative? Negative. Anyway. Negative. So, okay. So, yes. Let's go with the letter writer. You are a true narrator of what is going on. Um, this, okay. The scenario of this lady I was close with got married. I was in her wedding. It was always assumed that she would be in mine. Yeah. Cut to a year later. We're not very tight, but we're still friends because it says she doesn't want to ruin the friendship, but she's a negative person and doesn't really want to spend time with her. 
and doesn't want to hurt her feelings. So I mean, this person's I guess, already I going. I will say, even if I don't like somebody, I rarely want to hurt another person's feelings. Sure. I get that. I get yeah. that. No, I mean, don't kick them when they're down. If the, their life went downhill and now you're like, she thought she was going to be I this wedding. I wonder if she means like the relationship went downhill. Maybe that's really, it just seems like such a weird phrase. No, she says her life has gone downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what should she do? The 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 bride to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have two options. One is really connect with this person, find out what's going on in their life. If they've t- taken a total one eighty in an attitude over the last year, something maybe big has happened, and you should check in with them. There could be something that she doesn't feel comfortable telling you. That's yeah. like really dark or really awful, and she's just waiting for someone to notice and to reach out. That's possible. That's that's possible. That listen, seems a little unlikely. I like to put it out there just so that <laughs> it's out there. Part two. This person's a monster. They're bullying you into trying to get into your wedding. You have no interest. You have to just politely tell them no. Have you announced who Chishi announced who else is in the bridal party? Mm. I don't think so because she's saying, how do I break the news to her? I think that you should solidify who's in your side and your fiance i don't know guy or girl whatever um your fiance side of who's in and you've locked it in and then you tell those people and then i guess when you see this person you mention that you you know like oh i know we did talk i would make it light no would you just kind of be like oh you know we decided like i had these dreams of what it would be like hypothetically before i was actually getting married and now i'm getting married and the idea of having like a huge bridal party is crazy to me and i was thinking well but that could be tricky though because <clears throat> maybe she doesn't say how big her friend's wedding party was when she was in her friend's wedding party oh you think she's the only person no i'm not saying that she's the only person but if she like comes back to her friend being like oh, well, I can't have this like really big wedding party. Her friend might be like, well, but you were one of three in my wedding party. Like, I'm not one of your three. But I mean, what you want hypothetically in the past versus what you want in the now, isn't that isn't that fine? Things change sometimes. No? Yeah. What do you think? Lauren, how do you, how do you think you should tell her? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but... I don't think that she's going to respond well to lightly bringing up, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so is in the bridal party. You think she should come to her seriously and be like, listen, I want to let you know that I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but we've decided to go with a much smaller bridal party than I think I originally thought I was going to go with. Yeah. And I'm only going to have so-and-so and so-and-so. And there's by no means a slight on our relationship, on how close and how much I cherish you. And of course, she'll be invited to the bachelorette party. And the bridal shower and the wedding, which will be a delight because she sounds fun. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know if she's going to be invited to the bachelorette party. I know. I'm like, but wow. That just, that feels, that better, feels better to me okay. than All lightly. Right. What do you think, Pam? Yeah, I think that's a So don't more... undersell it. Come in with the sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. The other thing, if you really wanted to like kind of scheme and lean on it a little bit is whatever number your fiance comes up with with people to be like, we just wanted it to be even and they didn't want to bring in another person. And you know that my fiance really didn't want to have extra people. How has this dog come into the room again? I thought she was in here. (laughs) Ruth. 
Ruth. Insanity. Ruth, what do you think? Oh my god. And just also, I think, just know that you that you might not be able to repair the friendship. I mean, if she's that petty and that emotional and that, yeah. But also, maybe, I mean, I guess if she, yeah, I mean, Man. it's her loss. If she's this negative and she's going to get this upset over this, then maybe you dodged a bullet. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I definitely don't think that she should put her in the bridal party. No, just no. don't no. do that. No, you don't want to. Well, she said there's no way in hell. So I think yeah. she's already decided. Okay. That, yes, yeah. which I like. Um, yeah, I think that you know, I think you do have to have a conversation with her though. She can't find out via Instagram or some weird. No, that's or another really person. No, you do need to have I a conversation. Think that with these wedding yeah. conversations, like, just bite the bullet and have the uncomfortable conversation is probably the best way for her to go. Yeah. And if she reacts poorly, well, then that's on her, not you. Yeah. And yeah. then you have your answer. Yeah. Ugh. Well, good luck. And yes. I, yes. I, I'm interested to see how it goes. Even yeah, I want to no know. No one ever tells us how these things go. People don't follow up. They I want to know. Very rarely. Only once have we gotten a true follow up. And that, and then they gave us another story. That was fun. Yes, that was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More it's follow-ups. Fine. I don't know. I mean, it's it's fine. It adds a little bit air of mystery. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys ready for number three? Yeah. All right. Okay. Do it. Hello, Ruth, and ladies. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's in the here. room. Yep. My mom views the world in my option is always right and yours is always wrong. It's exhausting. But after 35 years, I've gotten pretty good at ignoring it. I was 20 when I got married, now divorced, and my mom pretty much planned the whole wedding. I've never been the girl that dreams of her big day, so I was good with her. I've never been the girl that dreams of her big day, so I was good with her control. However, at the time, my mom was fighting with one of my brothers, and she did not invite him to my wedding. I wish he was there. I think she meant, I wish he were there. <laughs> Do you want a red pen, Lauren? <laughs> I'm such a we want to encourage people to write in. <laughs> Lauren will not be invited back. That's not true. <laughs> My last visit. I wish he was there. I found out that he watched from the sidelines. Flash forward 13 years, and my baby brother was planning his wedding. By now, my mom was okay with the other brother, but she was fighting with two of my aunts and grandpa, her dad. My baby brother is close with one of the fighting aunts and grandpa. My mom told my baby brother that if he invited them to the wedding, she would not attend. Controlling much? My baby brother actually uninvited the fighting family. I hope to marry again one day, but I can't help to worry about who my mom is going to demand is not invited. Sincerely, whose wedding is this really? Wow. Oh. She's a piece of work. Wow. She's a piece of work. That is a good way of saying it. I also like the idea of the fighting ants. There's just something about like that as like a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting ants and grandpas. I'm like, in this corner. <laughs> Did you need me to say aunts? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Is that what you were looking for? Oh. 
so much fighting going on. Yeah. These are some brutal, brutal letters today. I know. I know. Pam. Sorry. You're in a dark place if you picked these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So um, just so I understand. So the mother basically whenever she wants just decides to uninvite people oh my other question was so the big brother watched her wedding from the sidelines how does that work yeah i didn't really know like out of a window like like looking in i don't know it's sad it It is is sad Ugh, she sounds grumpy and terrible so i can't believe the brother uninvited people i know i would have i would have called her bluff yeah the next person that gets married call her bluff and be like all right don't come and then stare down and watch her show up anyway in you a dramatic fashion. Yes. I don't know. I mean, a mom like that, she might not show up. She's constantly fighting with people. Yeah. That's her. That's, you know, that's up to her. She her No, no, I agree. Don't, I mean, don't uninvite those people. Let them come. But I'm just saying the mom might live up to her word and not come. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, if she's going to be such an a-hole... Do right. you want her there? I mean, I know it's tough. It's your mom. You don't it's want to have regrets. I, I would just lie and say I uninvited them and then just like they just show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I mean, what's she going to do in the moment? You already got your hair and makeup on. Wait, where are you going to go? Is she really going to pick a fight in the middle of the wedding? She might. She, she might. might. The fighting this aunt month. might. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fiery family. You know what I do? Elope. Yes, that is a good point. <laughs> you should probably elope. If Ugh. you get married again, just skip all of this drama. <sighs> Angie's somebody that she said that she didn't have big dreams of her big day. Yeah, she so. doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you already don't care. before. Just elope the next time. Yeah, yeah. Done. Ding. <laughs> That's gonna suddenly become the answer to every question that you guys get. I don't know. Just a lope. Just a lope. Just a lope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a super boring podcast. I don't know. Maybe try to loping. We yeah. heard about your secret elopement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, my uh, my answer kind of is just a lope. <laughs> it was. I found it kind of funny. So I hired a partial wedding planner, and as I was like talking to her about everything. I asked her when she got married what she did, and she said, I eloped. <laughs> I was like, so you plan weddings for yeah. a living, and, and she eloped. Well, I mean, that does just feel like work then. I get That's that. That's what she said. She was like, this is what I do all the time for my job, so. Yeah. I wonder if it's the exact opposite, though, where it's like you see so much stuff that you kind of have like your dream specific because you've seen right. so many versions of it. You're like, I know I want exactly this and this. Anyway, just a thought. Um, we did it, guys. All the confessionals. Yeah. Congrats. Woo-hoo. Are we ready did we, to... Did we help them? I mean, I, I don't so. know. You have to write us back and let us know. <laughs> let us know. Did we help <laughs> Tell you? us. Do you feel like we helped them? I think so. <laughs> these, are, these are some tough nuts to crack. I know. Well, we mm-hmm. knew you were coming in here and you're very thoughtful. Yes. Yeah. I tried. We were like, you're stressed out about your wedding. Here's some other people's wedding stress. <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, oh, man. I don't have a mom like that in my family. Awesome. (laughs) See? Could be worse. Um, You guys ready to move on to bridal breaks? Let's do it. Sure. Okie dokie. So bridal breaks, for anyone new to listening, are suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone planning a wedding of fun things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning. So you can step away from picking out your dream dress, step away from that 80th dress, (laughs) and do these uh, fun uh, things have nothing to do with it. Pam likes to um imbibe 
she likes to give little cocktails and wines and beers. Um, what journey are we going on tonight? So my bridal break this week is something that we've been enjoying this evening. Um, since it was really hot in Los Angeles today, yeah. Rosé is still in. Hasn't ha- hasn't hit fall here yet. Nope. Um, so today we had a wine that's from the Paso Robles area, and it was a rosé, and it's from the winery Madalena, Madalena, and um, it was really good. I highly suggest. Yeah, it was a good rosé. Solid choice. Way to go, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, yes. happy to share. It. Yeah, pretty bottle. Yummy taste. We got through it pretty quick. Yeah. It's We're a family-run actually... winery, too, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Support local, local We're just business. annoyed you didn't bring two bottles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Such a negative Nancy over know, here. Right? Go get your own. Madalena. Yeah, that's good. It was really good. Um, my bridal break for this week is um, you're talking about how summer is still kind of hanging around here. And, you know, I'm definitely wanting to dive into fall, like the second turn September 1st. Trying. I'm like desperately yes. trying to like put on a scarf and then sweat through it. Um, <laughs> but um, I found this. Uh, everyone's been chatting about it online. And I'm seeing a lot of articles about um, a Netflix original movie called To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which was um, a young adult. Uh, novel that came out a couple years ago I want to say and they turn it into a movie and it's kind of like a teen rom-com it's really beautifully shot and it's got really interesting like female lead and um, the other part where it comes into the idea about being fall is that they shot it in Portland Oregon and the 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 story takes over like the beginning of the school year in through like the holidays early January February so it's that whole like fall into winter time and it's Portland so it's like beautiful like fall leaves and everything and I just highly enjoyed it it's it's like maybe an hour twenty it's like a super short like cute I would watch it again and cute. I just feel like if you need something kind of fun to like grab some popcorn and hang out and just like have a girls night it's perfect nice yeah yeah. To all the boys I've loved before, what is your bridal break, Lauren? <laughs> well, I'm going to follow your lead and make it a theme of recommending Netflix movies. Ooh la la. All right. So a dear friend of mine who also happens to be a wonderful human being co-wrote and co-directed a movie that is currently streaming on Netflix in like 22, maybe even 28 different languages all around the world. That's cool. It's an animated movie. It's called Next Gen. Okay. And it's great for all ages. I saw it last Friday over at Netflix at a fancy screening. And um, it's awesome. You should check it out. It's a really... Kind of similar. It's a really great movie to just put on. It's a fun ride. It's about a rebellious teenage girl who forms an unlikely friendship with a runaway combat robot. Oh my gosh, I'm seeing the robot on the image that Netflix has. It's so cute. So cute, right? Oh, that's fun. And it also definitely has a lot of messages about like our relationship toward technology today and cell phone addiction. And I actually don't know if they 
intentionally made the movie come out close to Apple's big day Annual, of talking about yeah. their new because that's actually like a little bit of a plot element in the film is there's like a oh, kind wow. of yeah. Apple-ish figure releasing new devices huh, and talking cool. about a relationship to these devices and a lot about memory and all of that it's a great it's a great movie that's really yeah. cool so and fun. lots of like fun robot on robot violence too <laughs> Is it is it like for children or is it like an animated feature for adults? Both? I think for both. Okay. Yeah. Which is actually kind of fun for me because I'm into all sorts of movies. About cannibalism? About cannibalism yes. and all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff that I can't recommend to like my family and everyone. <laughs> and so I also got really fired up of like, oh, Everyone would love this movie. Yeah. I can recommend this to anyone. That's awesome. <laughs> that's and cool. you can also support my friend who's great. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Check it out. Next Gen on Netflix. Yeah. Cool. And they have all sorts of awesome people doing the voices and everything. So nice. very fun. Nice. John Krasinski? Yep. He's Jason the, Sudeikis? Yep. Wow. Um, David Cross, Constance Wu. Constance Wu. I love her. Mm-hmm. Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Yep. Which you were just talking about, the soundtrack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do we want to tell people what you originally were going to promote as your bridal break and we made you change it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk about my recent newfound love of the great British baking show. That's right. We almost but had for three episodes in a row. It has been <laughs> discussed quite a bit, so I figured I would. But I will say that, so I'm watching an old season. Yeah. Jake and I just recently discovered how soothing it is to just oh. help us feel like everything's right in the world yeah. as we're watching that show. And recently, as we were watching it, there was an episode with Swedish princess cake. Yeah. And I don't bake like at all. So I didn't have any delusions of like, oh, I'm going to make that. I was like, where in LA does somebody make that? Yeah. And I can go and buy it. Is it green? The dome green? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, Oh, they make one in like West Hollywood that's supposed to be really good. So Michael Borat had one in his birthday party recently. I don't know if that matters to the listeners, but he was on the show a while back. (laughs) I went out to Montrose to a bakery out there that I just found on Yelp that they make it and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be really good and it was delicious yeah good to know yeah yummy really light fluffy lots of cream kind of like put, i'll put a recipe for that in there too oh my god so good <laughs> i think it'd be very break. hard yes i think it'd be very hard to make i mean on the show it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there's pressure and time and paul hollywood staring at you yeah that's hollywood is he cute his eyes are quite piercing. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say he's cute. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Paul Hollywood. Is that really his last name? Yes. Hollywood? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, it's like, you know, it's old British. Thumbs up. I like how he I like how he messes with the yeah. with the contestants. He I really wanna hate him, to... but I love him. I love him. Yeah. He's yeah. a little bit of a dick, but I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. He does it in a charming way. Yes. I think it's like what Simon Cowell wants to be. Remember Simon Cowell from oh, yeah. American Idol? I think he wanted to be cheeky and like ladies love me, but it just didn't work because he's came across as like rude. Yeah, he just came across right. as Right, whereas like dick. Paul Hollywood knows enough to be nice enough. 
Yeah. Paul's much nicer. Yeah. I don't know if this is making it in. I just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Pam has blocked this out and is playing with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the bridal breaks. Third episode in a row. <laughs> I had no idea. Gotta start watching this show, fam. I have mentioned this show to a bunch of people recently, and a bunch of people that I know were like, oh, I've never watched it before. So I didn't know. I underestimated its degree of popularity. Yeah. She hears it enough from me, and she's still like, I'm not doing this. They're not. Listen, not every bridal break is for every person. That's why we give three Absolutely. suggestions. True. <laughs> not everybody's going to watch the movie about cannibalism. Now, everyone's going to at least <laughs> click on the link. Let's be real. They're going to check it out. <laughs> um, so, Lauren, thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you for you. having me. You updated us on your life. Yeah. Well, us mainly, your dress. mainly the wedding part. Yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> the part that the, I'm not going to make the listeners know everything about your life. That seems invasive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And now, Lauren, we've reached the point in the show where we talk about our podcast and all the different ways that you can enjoy it. You ready? I'm so ready. It's a quiz. Pamela. Yeah. Yes. Pam, you know what? I'm interested to see how well she does here. We believe in you. I. You know what? I actually do. I think you're going to do okay. You ready? Sure. Pam, I'm going to go fast this time. Ready? We have a website. What's it called? Weddingconfessionals.com. We're on social media. Which one's? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We want you to tell us your stories. Email address at what? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. Transcribe it at what phone number? 433. Nope. 434-933-2663. 434-933-2663. Or the third option is to go to what website? Weddingconfessionals.com. Hit on what tab? Tell us your secret. From there, there are two little boxes. One says what? What does one of the boxes say? Name. Name. What does the other box say? Tell us your secret. Yeah, that's true. And then the third box just says Hits send. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally anonymous. You don't have to give us your phone number, email address. No. Just type in your stuff and hit send. And then it comes in our inbox. And then we go, ooh. And mm-hmm. then Pammy picks them out. Yes. Compliments help. We're just saying. Um, <laughs> we're available on a lot of different podcast providers. Um, one of them is iTunes slash Apple podcast app. Mm-hmm. Um, they want us to remind you that you should hit subscribe, please. And that you should give us how many stars? Five. Yes. Because it helps us move up in their little algorithm. So more brides and grooms can find our show. Yeah. Help, help others be a helpful help us. Yes. Help, help us help you and others. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, besides Apple podcast, Pamela, we are on a bunch of different podcast providers. They're yes. now in alphabetical order for they my are. convenience. Yep. And your annoyance. Yep. <laughs> Let's see how far you get, Pam. I gave you Apple podcast. What's next? Castbox, yep. Castro, yep. Downcast, yep. Google Play, uh-huh. uh, iHeartRadio, yes, um, Overcast, yes, it's Player, the farthest she's ever good. Player FM, yeah. Uh oh. Um. Uh oh. You're doing so well. Five seconds. Pocket Cast, yes. Next. Podbean, yes. What's next? Podcast Attic, uh, Pod Paradise, Pod Tail, Podcast Attic, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and YouTube. Girl, yeah, that was good. You got to the second row. 
Wow. I know. I'm so proud of you. She can't be taught. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Lauren, thanks for coming on the show. Oh Thank my goodness. You. Thanks for having me. And Pammy, I will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.